Welcome to another episode, my friends. In today's episode, we'll be discussing how to create a habit in the new year and the benefits of habit stacking. Don't forget to like, share, follow, and subscribe to our podcast. And of course, stick around to the end for our scoop of the day. And while we're here, we all are here, (laughs) we invite you to leave an honest review at the end of this episode. It's free and it would mean the world to us. Welcome to the Essential Oil Scoop, where we serve up real talk with real results. Get ready to explore the incredible world of essential oils and how they transform your daily wellness. I'm Vicki Labrilla, and this is my co-host, Sarah Sipos. With over 22 years of collective essential oil knowledge and experience, we are well-equipped to bring you the best tips and tricks for all your needs to live life to the fullest. So join us as we dish out the juicy scoop to a healthier, happier you. It's time to elevate your life. Tune in and let's dive deep into the realm of essential oils for a life of vitality and well-being. I'm excited, Sarah. We all need to start thinking about and creating a powerful habit, a good habit, right? For the new year. 2024 is fresh. It's around the corner and... Okay, this is a little, this is a little personal, but I have to admit, it still is a little challenging for me to create, um, create the vision, right? We talked about uh, vision boarding to create that vision and then stick with it because the habit is not instilled yet. So this episode comes in clutch with where I'm personally at in life in understanding how to create a powerful habit. Yeah, I think it's I think it's an important topic. I don't think enough people actually understand what what like we all think about habits we want to get rid of and we all struggle with you know keeping our habits or getting rid of our habit or getting rid of things that are creating stress in our minds or whatever. Okay. So mm-hmm. like we all have these habits we want to get rid of, but I think it's really hard. I think, I don't know if enough people know how to create new habits or taking an old habit that they want to get rid of and flipping it and creating a new, a positive habit in its place. So yeah. a lot of times when I'm talking to different clients And I mean, in all spectrums of my life, all my different clients, right? This is my massage clients to my coaching clients. It's all Mm -hmm. the same thing. This is everything that I teach them has to do with habit stacking or hooking your habit, whatever you want to call this. Mm -hmm. It's hooking your habit onto another habit. And it's so powerful, so powerful. And I know I've talked about this in a different podcast, I think. I want to say it was in episode 23. We've talked about this. Yep. 23. And we talked a little bit about how to create healthy habits. And I know I've told this story before, but in case you don't really want to go through and find episode 23, or you are going to go listen to it after this, I'm going to refresh your memory. And um, one of the things I always taught my clients, my massage clients, especially, they'd be like, oh, I'm going to set an alarm to do my stretches. Uh-huh. And guess what? When If that alarm goes off and you're in the middle of cooking dinner or you're driving in traffic, what are you going to do? You're going to forget about the alarm. You're going to go until you can have time later to do it, right? 
And then what happens? It doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Later comes and you have totally forgotten about it because that reminder is no longer there, right? And then you're a day or two out before you, and then you're just like, oh, what is the point, right? You kind of just give up before you even really get started. Yeah. So when I would tell my clients this, I would say, hook it to a habit. So if you are like, I want to like stretch my arms because our pectoral muscles get really, really tight. We have super tense pectoral muscles because we're all using our phones and our computers and our laptops. So we're all hunched in, right? So we want our pectoral muscles to kind of relax and release. And so I teach people how to do a pectoral release using the door frame. And they would say, well, okay, well, that's great. But when do I do this? Okay. How many of you go to the bathroom before bed, part of your bedtime routine, you go to the bathroom, you wash your hands, you brush your teeth, you wash your face. How many of you do that? Like, I think everybody does that, right? Like if you're not seeing before you go to bed, you're going to probably wake yourself up and that's going to like disturb your sleep habits. So that's bad. So you got to start peeing before you go to bed. If you're not brushing your teeth, do you got to brush your teeth. That's just nasty. Um, if you don't <laughs> like, if you need a wake up call and you need a mama to tell you to brush your freaking teeth, brush your freaking teeth. Okay. This is, <laughs> there's no excuse for you. Toothbrushes are not expensive. And you the know, dentist gives one for free usually. Yeah. So let's, let's brush your open teeth. Okay. There's no <laughs> excuse for you. So then you're going to go, then after you brush, you wash your hands. You better be washing your hands after you go to the bathroom too. Cause that's just disgusting. Like these are all just hygiene habits. You better already have in place. And if you don't, we need to start there. Let's relabel this episode. Hygiene habits for the new year. <laughs> I'm not playing. If you don't have those hygiene habits right now, that's what you need to work on for the new year. Cause nobody wants to have your nasty breath in bed and nobody wants to be don't touch you should not be touching anybody with those nasty hands that you did not just wash so like gross okay Sarah how do you really feel about this no I'm just joking (laughs) anyways continue with your story how it is okay so after you've done that as you're walking out of the bathroom you've got a doorway use your doorway do do your stretches in the doorway and and that's what I would teach people all the time to hook that habit onto a habit that you already now, like I said, if that's not your healthy hygiene habits for nighttime, maybe you should start with creating those before bed, go to the bathroom, wash your hands, brush your teeth and wash your face. Okay. That's just going to make you a a better all around human being. (laughs) Mama Sarah recommended and Vicky recommended, please do so. (laughs) Pretty much any human recommended. So there you go. I like to wash my feet before I go to bed. That's a weird habit. You don't have to jump into Sarah's weird habits, but I like to wash my feet before I go to bed. I think, um, first of all, just having nice, <laughs> clean feet, getting into your sh- your sheets is a good idea. <laughs> but, uh, that's so great. <laughs> but I also sleep better when I have clean feet. So, you know, whatever, teach his own. So getting, getting into these habits, all take time and you have to, but setting aside the time, we don't always have a thought process to go through it at a certain time. So this, hooking your habits to a nighttime routine and a morning routine. 
when do I, when do I like to work out or exercise or go for a walk first thing in the morning? When do I like to read my scriptures and pray first thing in the morning? When do I like to, um, take a shower first thing in the morning, right? Like these are things that I do on a daily basis. And those are my morning habits. You need to hook new habits into something you're already doing daily. So if it's your morning routine or it's your evening routine, or if you have an after work routine, right? Like how many of you come home from work, stop by your mailbox, pick up your mail, walk in the house, put your keys on the hook, walk into your kitchen or your bedroom or whatever, right? Like you already have certain habits. Okay. I want to make sure that I'm um, having all my bills and all my things in the right place so I can be organized. Great. So after you come home from picking up the mail, you're going to go and put it in your bill sorter or your, you know, your, your paper sorter or whatever you call it in your house. And you're going to, that's where you're going to put your bills. So you can have them to look at them later or whatever. If you're trying to get into a habit of uh, walking your dog more often right after work because your dog is happy to see you, it's still light out, you can like go take your dog for a quick walk. Whatever the habit is that you're trying to do, add it to a routine you already have and then it'll make it so much easier. I agree. And, you know, I like to call them micro habits. All of us... I mean, all of us adults, we've been on this planet for X amount of years when, so let's, let's entertain this idea, a, a new habit in the new year, a very popular new habit is to become more healthy, to become more fit. Okay. Whether it's pounds on a scale or your physique that you want to tone up regardless, that's a very powerful desire for most, but for many creating a habit in order to get to where they want to be is required. And I like to think of it as these little micro habits that we can start implementing and hooking and stacking these habits together to make it easier and more digestible and doable because the av on average, it takes more than two months before a new behavior becomes automatic. About 66 days, my friends. So I, I don't want you to be discouraged. I don't want you to give up when you are creating a new habit in the new year. My friends, we all have wants, we all have desires. And just like the 30 bags of potato chips I probably ate in 23, Okay, that didn't happen overnight. That was a negative habit that I brought on and took on in, in my life. I'm exaggerating, I hope. <laughs> I don't count the chip bags, but I don't think it's that many. But anyways, that didn't happen overnight. So I want you to give yourself grace and permission to understand that this isn't a, I'm gonna sleep on it and it's gonna happen. Creating a habit, creating a behavior is going to take on average about 66 days. That's why we're here having this conversation about creating a habit because who doesn't love stepping into a fresh new year, right? We've all heard the term new year, new me. Well, yeah, because it is. Every day is a new day. We've never lived this day. We've never been there before. It is always going to be new. So therefore, why don't we create 
epic habits that are going to fuel and drive us in the direction that we're supposed to go. Creating these habits, my friends, isn't for me, isn't for Sarah, isn't for your best friend, isn't for your mama. It's for you. And Sarah's powerful invitation to habit stack is a very easy way. Think of it like habits for dummies. Okay. You know, those books for dummies. Yeah. I love those books because it niches it down into micro sections to help you understand and, and absorb. So think of it like that. This habit stacking is a powerful tool that you can use. So Sarah, do you want to give our listeners kind of an idea of, of how to habit stack a little yeah. bit more? Okay, yeah. go ahead. We can, we can dialogue together or you can um, just well, give us your brilliance. Okay, Let, well, let's talk about some habits we want to get rid of. Some people just want to break some bad habits. Chips, so- call it chips. <laughs> My salty- chips. Sweet, oh no, my salty desire. Mm-hmm. Chips, chips, smoking. Um, there's lots of different things that people are trying to quit mm-hmm. doing in the new year, and they feel like they're failing because they haven't gotten rid of this habit, or it comes back so easily. So one of the things, mm-hmm. um, we can talk. I, I, I think we should open up a little bit of a dialogue about is how to get rid of some of these quote unquote, bad habits. Cause sometimes people think they have a bad habit and it's not the rest of the world would not look at eating 30 chip bags in an entire year as a bad habit. Some people would be like, well, that's better than what I'm doing. You know, I ate 50, you know, somebody in there is, is going, well, that's maybe, but it's whatever you consider a bad habit, right. Or what you consider is not, is going against what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So, um, smoking, for example, can be a really, it's a nasty habit, right? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. really bad for you. I mean, it's not like we're going to debate on, is the, is it really that bad for you? It's bad. Okay. The surgeon general says so it's, yeah. a, it's mm-hmm. on the label. It's Lung not good cancer for you. research says so. <laughs> oh, yeah. but it's a really hard habit for people to give up. It's really hard. And it is. Sarah, did you know I was a smoker? I did. Yeah. It's, like it's, it's hard I'm, and hard doesn't even begin to cut it hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you have to like put something in place of some of those things. And some people don't want to give up smoking because they'll give, they'll start like eating instead. Right. Like they, they have this, this oral fixation where they want to put something into their mouth. So instead of putting something healthy into their mouth or doing something different, they're putting garbage into their bodies and people are like, well, I'm going to gain weight if I stop smoking. So I don't want to quit smoking. Right. Like I've heard that as an excuse. Well, what if you totally changed your habit and instead of sugary or salty, sweet treats or whatever you're looking at, what if you did a toothpick that's been soaked in um, black pepper or cinnamon and you put that into your mouth? Instead, you're not getting calories, you're not getting sugar, you're not getting some of these things, but your help that habit of picking up something and putting it into your mouth. You've got a toothpick right there that's been soaked in some stuff that will help you to like have a little bit of flavor and help with that like oral fixation of putting something in, right? But you have to change the behavior. 
mm-hmm. into something that's a healthier behavior in that place of that habit. And so then that new habit becomes the healthier behavior. And eventually, as you get used to putting that into your mouth instead of a cigarette or whatever, you're going to get into the habit of doing, you know, changing how, what you do. If you know that like when you're stressed out and you go for a cigarette, that's your way of de-stressing. And I've heard that from a lot of people too. Like I use a cigarette when I'm stressed out. Okay, cool. Instead, instead of like reaching for that cigarette first thing in the morning to like start your day with your coffee, because I know a lot of people do that. Start with orange juice. Start with a smoothie. Reach for that instead of your your habit. And reach for a new habit. Um, I'm nervous. I'm I'm anxious. Great. Go get a go go punch a bag. Like go get a punching bag. Punch a bag. Right. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Whatever it is. But we have to replace that old habit with something new. Otherwise, you're going to continue falling back on that old habit. Yeah. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you walked us through that because habit stacking for, for this. And, and even if it's like you said, Sarah, a negative to a positive, something you're trying to step away from and replace with a positive action, have this habit stacking in conjunction with is going to be the fastest way to build a sustainable routine, right? Creating yeah. a habit is creating a routine basically the same thing. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I am, but there's so much that we can do within the 24 hours given in a day. So I I'm giving you permission to not use that as an excuse. I really am. The other thing, the other thing we can talk about a little bit is, um, you know, you mentioned routines and, and keeping a routine going and talking about these routines. And sometimes I think um, the action of having that routine down of I'm going to do this and this and going through like maybe even your schedule through the day helps you to b- build on that habit as well as of looking at your routine. What routines are serving you and what routines are not serving you? You have a routine of coming in the door and sitting on the couch and doing nothing for the next three hours. Do you have a routine of, you know, there's all different kinds of, of things that um, could, could be in that habit category, but then the routine, you've been in a, in a routine that's uh, with negative habits for so long that it has become a routine. So you need to look at those routines as well and see, okay, where where is this habit coming in at? And am I, if I created a negative routine along with that habit mm-hmm. and, and looking at it that way as well, because sometimes it's just part of our routine and we don't even realize we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't. It, it's, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Sarah? It, it's just automatic. It, and I've done it a lot in life. I'm not going to lie. And then I realized, oh my, like a couple weeks in, like, what the heck have I done? Like, what, what? I, like, I'm confused with my own actions because I'm just doing them without even recognizing it. Mm-hmm. But you can and, change and it can change. Yeah, absolutely. You can change. And don't try to change everything at the same time. Mm-mm. 
because here's the thing. People are like, oh, gung-ho, right? I love this. I remember when I had a gym membership in California at my favorite gym with my favorite personal trainer I had. Um, I hated January's because I had been showing up at the gym all year long. In January, all of a sudden, I show up and my personal trainer and I are like, what? Well, away people. She's like, she would always reassure me, Sarah, it's okay. In six weeks, they'll be gone. In six weeks, they'll be gone. And I'm like, okay. And she was right six weeks in and they were gone because you know why? Vicky just told you it takes 66 days. Guess what? That's eight weeks. It's a little over eight weeks, almost nine weeks. And they quit too soon before it becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. Because they're not seeing the results or they get back into their old routines and they quit. Instead of habit stacking and hooking it into something they already do, they get discouraged, they get frustrated, or they get overwhelmed because they're like, okay, I'm going to change how I, I'm going to change my exercise routine. I'm going to change how I eat. I'm going to change how I sleep. I'm going to change how I drink water. I'm going to change it all, right? Like they get gung-ho and they're super motivated and super excited and they get overwhelmed. And burnt out. My friends, go back to episode 60 because we talk all about overcoming burnout and burnout is just a parallel line with, you know, creating new habits. It's there. Yeah, it's it's definitely there. So that's, that, that would be like, what I would tell people is don't try to change everything. Try to do one thing at a time. Get good at that one thing. Get good at that one, that one thing. Or maybe you've got a couple of things because it's a routine and you need to change the whole routine. Mm -hmm. then maybe just those, right? Just that one routine that you're trying to change, but don't sit there and go into this new year with like a new year, new me, new year, new you, blah, blah, blah. Don't get caught into that of like, (laughs) I have to change up everything in my life. I need to change my hair, my nails, my, my body. I need to get better food in my body. I need to take vitamins. All those things are good things. Don't let me deter you from doing good things. Mm-hmm. also be smart about it and don't get overwhelmed. Yeah. I'll share with our listeners one habit stacking thing that I will incorporate in 2024. And I'm starting to do it now. I'm not consistent yet, but you know, it hasn't been 66 days. However, it's not picking up my phone once it's on my phone dock. Once it's docked mm-hmm. to charge, I'm not touching that sucker. It's very inviting, especially when you hear a ding or you see it light up or whatever the doodad does. But I'm telling you, it's not good for my sleep. I know this. But has it become a habit of me respecting, you know, all the things to not touch it? No, not yet. I haven't made the the solid connection. However, I am habit stacking, y'all, and I'm really excited. And if one of you reminds me in a couple months... I'll let you know how it goes. But yeah, so that's one of the ways that I'm habit stacking in 2024 is to place my phone on my dock when it's, you know, getting ready for bedtime and not touching it. My alarm goes off. I don't have to worry about it. Don't need to touch it. Sarah, do you want to share one thing that you're doing in 24? I I love what you're what you said there. Um so I've got <laughs> I have a a list and it's actually divided out by months of when I'm like 
moving on to the next habit to stack Mm -hmm. because I have done this in the past where I have started with January, incorporated a new habit, then moved on into February, incorporated that habit while still keeping that routine of that new habit that I created in January. And so I'm doing, I know that that worked in the past for me. And so this year I was like, I'm going to do that exact same pattern again of adding one new habit every month. And so this month's habit is going to be really good about my supplementation. I want to get really good about taking my vitamin supplements and doing all the different things for my supplementation and getting into a really good habit of supplementation. So that is my January goal of being really um, focused on getting that supplementation down. And then in February, I'm adding in um, healthier foods. So with the supplementation, get that that basic ground floor. Um, get your baseline. Base. I mean, yeah. Get that in. Yeah. Move into the, I'm going for no sugar in February. Um, which I was like, oh, this is going to be a tough because I'm going on a cruise and I'm doing leadership this year. That's all in February. So that one, that one's going to be a tough one, but I wanted to do a no sugar eating healthier food being into that, that, that one. And then March we're adding in more exercise. I've already started. I've already started this month with exercise and, and adding in more um, movement, more movement into my Mm -hmm. life. And so then in March, it's going to be upping up leveling that, that habit that I've already started creating this month. And then April, like I can tell you the whole thing. I've got them all like lined up, but I won't go into that. We'll actually do a whole different podcast on what habits and, and goals that people have for the new year. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we do have two oils that we want to highlight for our listeners. So we're going to get into that right now. The two oils that we were going to share with you that pair really well, in our opinion, to creating a habit in the new year and, or habit stacking, right? Making it easier is celery seed essential oil and abode. Sarah, why don't you share your favorite with us? So I'm going to go in for the celery seed because, excuse me, um, because it helps with detoxifying. And I think um, we need to cleanse out some of our debris of our bad habits, but we're also drenched in our toxic substances, right? And because I just talked about wanting to really work on the habit of supplementation, like some of that is going to be part of that supplementation is going to be detoxing my body from some things. Um, and so it's not just to help um, detox my body, right? But it's also going to ha- help me to detox from old habits and it's going to help me to um, really stay on that commitment. That's part of the, that is part of what celery seed does. It helps invite people to straighten their course and return to practices that will lead to better outcomes. And for me, that's really important. I want to make sure that I'm staying on that, on and staying on that path and getting on to those better outcomes, because I want to be living a much healthier lifestyle. And by doing the things that I have 
committed to putting into place for this next year, I feel like this one is really going to help me to um, cleanse my inner vessel and keep that ongoing commitment and perseverance, especially when um, rejecting what comes easily in order to come to promote what's necessary for me. So I need to go through that personal, those personal solutions and make sure that they are sustainable. And celery seed is going to help me do that. So that's why I chose celery seed to talk about today because I really feel like it really helps me to release things that are not supporting my well-being and my wellness. And um, so how you would use this is you're going to apply this to the bottom of your feet or you're going to take it under your tongue or put it into a capsule. I prefer the capsule way personally. Um, so what it's going to look like for me is um, this is part of one of the things I'm going to add into my supplementation. So I'm going to put in three drops into a capsule and I'm going to take this on the daily. And this is part, again, part of that supplementation supplementation um, piece that I was just talking about that I'm incorporating. And I want to definitely incorporate internally these oils to help me to de detox and to, you know, really solidify those goals. I love the celery seed girl. Like it is the essential oil of detoxifying, but it helps purge the body emotionally and physically. Like you just said, all the toxicity that we're holding on to for no darn reason, right? Whether we know it or not, this is a great ally. And you can pair a boat essential oil with this as well, because a boat is the essential oil of accountability. Now, sometimes that word stings a little bit. Sometimes if you're like me, <laughs> I wasn't okay with being held accountable. I didn't like that pressure. I didn't like all those things. My mindset with accountability was way off from what it is. But abode is a powerful cleansing blend that works both emotionally and environmentally. Okay. So when it comes to making serious changes and we have to create momentum in a stagnant situation, abode swoops in. Okay. And it throws open the doors and it clears the way. Think of you as Beyonce or any like world-renowned singer, songwriter, whatever, coming into a stadium, you know they have their posse. A boat is your posse, making a way through the crowd so you just have a straight shot to the stage. That is a boat, my friends. A boat's, a boat is a blend to adapt and help you to cut through distraction and the distortion that can happen between the ears. Sarah's shaking her head like, yeah, because that's a real thing, y'all. I mean, I mean, if you live on planet Earth, this is your thing. Abode can help you recognize how to have a how to go from an unhealthy dynamic and a and a victim or an overcompensating situation, and you can get control back. Hopefully, I said that right. If not, I'm sorry. Abode can also expand your vision and bolster your resolve so you can recognize and reach for a more empowered way of living. 
that is powerful to have a, I, I mean, you got, I, that's just powerful. I'm a little flabbergasted in the moment, but can you see how a bode can swoop in if you are feeling stagnant, distracted, a victim mentality, you feel um, unmindful. It can come in, help with your self-awareness, help re realign you and what you want to do. Be empowered, be independent. It'll help you progress through. Abode is your accountability partner in the form of a brown bottle. These oils are CPTG certified. They are very powerful in helping create the space and energy needed to help your body do what it wants to do. And it wants to live in homeostasis. It wants to serve you the, to the best of its ability. And abode is an oil that you can diffuse. Diffuse in your house, my friends. Sarah's shaking her head like, yep, absolutely. Well, it's, 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 the, it's in my diffuser in my bathroom. Oh, I love it. That's a that's, great idea. That's in my bubble diffuser. So every time, you know, the door opens, it poofs. Yeah. Every time you, you know, when you walk past it to wash your hands, it poofs again. As you're walking out the door, it poofs. So yes. I love abode because it's already in my house. It's already something I'm incorporating um, in my living environment. Yeah. No, no, no. It's great. I And actually, I need to change out my bubble diffuser and my guest bathroom because it's real low. So that might be the oil I put in. So thank you, friend. But truly, this this is a blend of essential oils like lime, litsia, cassia, lemon eucalyptus, tea tree, arborvitae, eucalyptus, cilantro, lavender, and lemon myrtle. Very great. Very, very wonderful essential oils to create this beautiful blend abode. So my friends, this conversation today as um, difficult it may have been for some, I hope it invokes excitement and a better understanding of you got this. You can create habits for the new year and it's okay. Give yourself grace because what we've said before, it takes an average of 66 days to anchor in that habit. Habit stacking is going to be the quick version of making sure it is the fastest way to a sustainable routine. Sarah, any last words for our amazing listeners? Try it. See how it works. Try for 66 days, which may seem like a mountain. So try something small at first. If this is so new to you, just try something new. Try something, one thing for 66 days. If you're not brushing your teeth, I suggest that one. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Essential Oil Scoop. If you've enjoyed today's scoop on essential oils and want to stay updated with our latest episodes, exclusive content, and special offers, be sure to follow us and opt in to our exclusive newsletter. Just head on over to our website, theessentialoilscoop.com forward slash newsletter and opt in today. For more wellness tips and monthly inspiration, Connect with us on social media. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube, the Essential Oil Scoop podcast. And please feel free to share and tag us on all of your essential oil adventures using the hashtag, the Essential Oil Scoop. 
Remember, your wellness journey is our priority. We are here to help and support you every step of the way. Thanks again for being part of our essential oil family. Until next time.